Not Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs, and with me as always is... Please. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, wow. And... Hold down. That was weird. Rob Morphy. All right. Why did Thank I do you that? for joining us. Yeah, Chris, you, everything good? You, just, you, just, you know what? Was it that whiskey? <laughs> no. did, did it get you? No, you were really oh. excited, so I was like, <laughs> "Oh, okay." First off, <laughs> all right. I know. God right? bless you, Eddie. Thank you so oh, much. God yeah. bless you. Things happen. It is. We got a the Smoothest. Things were drank. Tastiest. <laughs> it is. It's and nice. I'm an old school aficionado, as is Chris. Mark, yeah. not so much. He was asking. He literally, how, how does one drink whiskey? Yeah, I don't really. He drink literally whiskey. asked, "How do you drink whiskey?" Does, I'm like, uh, do, you, do you use your mouth? I do shots, but I mean, aren't you supposed to like mix it with like uh, I don't know, like something? Uh, you don't so know, not necessarily. You can. Ice? I don't know. Yeah, yeah you a can have it whiskey. on the rocks. You can have it neat. You should drink really neat. Ginger. I think. Not I, a I big prefer neat yet. too. Yeah. I don't like whiskey and water. I find that to be a betrayal. That is a betrayal. That's okay. a lie. At least have it on ice and it becomes water, and you can, I don't know, say something cool like on the rocks or something. But anyway, Addy. You fucking rule the pit. Thank you so it much. It is absolutely brilliant, and it goes it goes down so smooth that it feels like you're getting a roundhouse from Chuck Norris, and then it's like a gentle kiss on the cheek. Not even. It's almost it's almost um, disturbing because you're just waiting for that fucking gut punch. I, yeah, I got nervous. Yeah. I'm it's like, like the cotton candy of whiskey. Yeah. It was pretty smooth. I mean, it said I, all I ever do with whiskey is shots. So for a shot, yeah, it was good. And I I'm not it. saying it I've done excellent. three shots. No, it's still a good no, sipper. No, I'm saying that but... you've done three shots, and I told Eddie that with this package that was delivered that you might have an issue with whiskey. So I, we're keeping our eyes a, on you. I have a huge issue with whiskey, and that issue is I fucking love, I love whiskey. Exactly. I but whiskey does not love you. Oh, that's not true. true. That is absolutely no, this not is true. No, excellent sipping whiskey, though. It's excellent true. sipping whiskey. That, Pashaw, sir. Whiskey Bourbon. says, Bourbon. Rob, I don't like you. you have seen and then me, you say whiskey, You have seen like me Rob. at my best on whiskey, and occasionally you have in some dark spots. maybe stopped plenty of a pod with, uh, with a, a little too much of the whiskey, but that's okay because we got our eye on you, and you look like you're doing good. Wow. So Jeez, thank man. you for your reviews Eddie and your ratings Lord. of this show on the iTunes and the Apple Podcast apps. We're trying something different. So we ask you guys to send us reviews, again, on the iTunes. Um... So we got inundated with a ton of them. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of overloaded. So instead of doing them in the beginning of the show, we're going to do them in the end of the show. That way, the I, the reviews, end of the show, we can get right into what we're doing, and we're not getting really bogged down by doing them like three or four you know, It just reviews. makes sense. Yeah, because there's quite a bit to go I, through. Yeah, I, I don't love huge... Uh, preambles a lot of times. Yeah, so no, if no. I'm, if I'm, and I know I don't listen to a ton of podcasts, but when I listen to a podcast, I kind of want to get to the meat. I want yeah. to get to the goods. The totally, totally. So, chicken. Um, if you've sent in any reviews and we haven't done them, let me know. We'll catch them up. And again, all the reviews will be at the end of the podcast after the outro music. That way, if you don't want to listen to them, you don't have to. If you want to hear your, us talk about your review, it'll be there. Boom, everyone's happy. Follow us on the social media. Jeez, do it. Instagram, please. Twitter. Eh, no, really do it. Really? I, I, I just had to be like You're non-committal about con- one yeah, thing. Contrarian. Okay, yeah, contrarian. Fa- okay, Facebook, you can go, man. Facebook. Listen, we all have a beef with all Facebook. Right, fine. All right. So be sure to follow us in the social medias. And this week, we got something kind of interesting. A little fun thing. A little bit of outer space, possibly. Possibly. Space. We're talking about the cycloptic aliens of Hurrah. Yes. Hurrah. Hurrah. In 1977, a young man from Washington State had a run-in with a quartet of handicapable creatures that may well be some of the strangest extraterrestrial beings ever reported. And that's saying something. 
Because there's some weird ass freaky motherfudging aliens out there. But these are the ones. The, you know, this is this is one that any aficionado of of extraterrestrial encounters has seen this picture of intermittently and has gone the fuck seriously what the figgity fudge is happening here i was amongst them so years ago i put this article together and i thought you know it's time to dust this off and make it happen for reals let's do it located in the county of yakima Hurrah is a tiny town in the center of Washington state with a current population, current being about 10 years ago when I wrote the article, of about 600 citizens. While Yakima is generally thought of as Bigfoot country, and with good reason, I mean, it's thick in the Pacific Northwest. In the winter of 1977, it became the site of one of the most bizarre alien encounters ever fucking recorded. Fucking recorded. Fucking recorded. That's that's where the whiskey comes in. All right. So (laughs) F-bombs happen. The whiskey's there. On the morning of January 19th, 1977, nine-year-old Jose Cantu woke up just before 6.30 a.m. and decided, with a burst of selflessness rarely seen in young children, to let his mother sleep in and make himself breakfast. Don't trust a nine-year-old to make breakfast. No, Unless well, it's not, cereal. Yeah, I guess. Don't, don't let him use a fucking waffle iron. Yeah, or a stove or anything anything with fire. Or el- any element. Yeah, any exactly. element. I, I wouldn't oh even trust God. him with a fucking toaster. Yeah, I don't trust you with air, no. water, fire. You wake up and the kid's sticking shit in a toaster. Oh, yeah, no, earth. Earth. never fails. Oh, yeah, earth. Stun, stay away from the earth element. Oh, no. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> As he was preparing his meal, he glanced out the window. That's how all these things start. Boy. And saw what he would later describe as a little man outside in the yard of his family's farmhouse. Jose rushed to his parents' bedroom and shook his mother, Martha Cantu, Martha, in an attempt to wake her. Martha was alone in the bed as her husband had already left for work, and when her son burst into the room like a mini cyclone, it was all she could do to keep her temper. Her son beseeched her to follow him and take a look at the strange figures, quote-unquote, standing in their yard. But Martha, who is exhausted from a sleepless night of caring for Jose's fussy infant sibling, refused to follow him. It would be a decision that she would come to regret. Oh, no. Undaunted, Jose decided to go outside and take a look for himself. You got to give this kid mad props for Moxie. I mean, nine years old... There's a certain, yeah, there's definitely a level of bravery there. Well, totally. it, it's, bra- but you know, it's also sort of a, a lack of self awareness. Like at this point, true. your curiosity is going to usurp any sense of mortality you probably have. At nine, you're not thinking that life gets to end. You're just like, this I mean, is hopefully not, unless yeah. you're some weird dark kid. Yeah, Wasn't no, that you? Isn't that what you at nine? You weren't you like staring in mirrors trying to find the real Rob or God, something? Yeah, and okay. I was looking at airplanes, praying that they weren't missiles coming into Nucas. Okay. But then again, I was a well, broken child. Who became a broken man, a well-heeled cryptozoologist. <laughs> Thank you very much. I was trying to make this a salvation story, and you just flipped it. Yeah, way to go. Well, yeah, see you next week, I guess. I'm, uh, I'm pretty broken, but that's not the goddamn point. Right, Let's continue, hit the whiskey. Robert. Get to the goddamn point, Egg. All right. We know Jose was undaunted. That's established. Well, and what he saw are some of the craziest alleged alien critters on the books. The books. The books. All right. Fucking A. Jose claimed that as soon as he stepped into the yard, he saw a pair of greenish creatures that were approximately three feet tall and moving about in his backyard. 
As unique as their pigmentation and height might be, they would not prove to be their weirdest attributes. The next thing the youngster noticed about these odd creatures was the fact that their legs appeared to be small and atrophied, almost vestigial, and to the child's eyes, nearly non-existent. Now, I'm going to state for the record, oh, God, what? he did not use the phrases vestigial and or atrophy. Okay, because I was going to say, again, this is you at nine the, years old, a broken child with an excellent yeah, vocabulary. The broken man yeah, child. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. With the burgeoning beard. Know the My zeit- soul has atrophied. Oh, the zeitgeist, mother. But what he did draw was tiny little withered baby legs. So these aliens, well, upst- alleged aliens, to have no, they have little tiny atrophies. Little tiny stubby. But just legs, little. Well, okay, yeah, right. just just, but Weird. way out of proportion. Here's the beautiful well, thing. Wait, so wait, how old was he? He's nine. Nine. But he did. Okay. Do a really kind of amazing drawing of yeah, this. Yeah, he did. Totally. Okay. And and I've done, of course, my variation of it, but nothing can really beat the eyewitness source. So right. this is where I get a lot of his deductions right. based on what he actually put pencil to paper and drew. Okay. Totally. Although their legs seemed unable to support them, their small, rounded bodies were perched on rotating metallic seats. We know they're rotating based on the descriptions he gave, which were connected to tubes and supported by wide bases. The bases, at least according to Jose's illustration, appeared to be supported by a plethora of small wheels or protuberances that swiveled or possibly allowed it to hover. So here's the thing. Based on... We'll get to it. How these things move, they're Ooh. either able to hover or they've got multiple wheels that allow them to go in any sort of direction, like all-terrain, sweet-ass. The, the mega ho- hover round. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so what we're essentially talking about <laughs> He's is, got like 16 wheels. It's a fucking, <laughs> yeah, like, a fucking... A chrome bar stool from like a fucking hipster watering hole that has some sort of mechanism that allows it to travel on gravel, grass, it's just, Yeah, wherever. just a 360 this, free roam. It really yeah. looks like a bar stool, basically. Is this, yeah. call, is this often referred to as like a bar stool alien? I've, uh, I think Matt Drew sent us this on, on Twitter. Did he? I think he did, yeah. It would make sense. I would absolutely, if if somebody said barstool oh. alien, I would this think, would be, okay. oh yeah, these right. cycloptic aliens of hurrah, of course, hurrah. Yep, I know. I want to go huzzah. I, yeah. As if that weren't bizarre enough, these beings each had a pair of mushroom-capped antenna, antennas, excuse me, hovering over a coarse patch of unkempt dark hair. Unkempt. So they got like shitty beetles hair. So sort of like my hair? You've got yeah. sweet, sweet, well-coiffed lumberjack hair. It's not, though. It's messy and I'm balding in weird spots, but thank you. No, you no. Broken man. No, you, it's, it's like a shitty patch <sighs> of dark hair with these antennas sticking up that have the, just the classic mushroom cap top. Okay. They also had pig-like noses. Of course. And perhaps most notably, a single, this is redundant, Cycloptic eye wedged in the center of their spherical heads. So imagine round this. Heads. Imagine this: a baby torso with tiny little, even sub-baby legs, like tiny little atrophied legs. A big round head with a pig nose, giant fucking eye, shitty mop of Ringo Star <laughs> hair, and fucking mushroom tennis. <laughs> That's what we're basically it's talking like about. The most unfortunate. There's not really, when it, with alien encounters, alleged alien encounters, there's not ever really like a description of hair for any of them. 
Not Except often. Except for Nordics. I mean, they have Nordics have metal hair. And the aerial school aliens. Yeah. They had sweet yeah. Alice Cooper hair, yeah, yeah. as hair Rob Christopherson okay. pointed out. Not usually a thing. Yeah. No, hair is huh. not right. always seen, but occasionally seen, in this <laughs> case, by a comb. All right. They also appeared to have tiny, stunted arms attached to their plump torsos. So little, tiny, shitty, non-usable limbs attached to a round torso. Well, maybe usable. Maybe. Okay. Maybe All they right. could do some fundamental things. I don't know. But they didn't seem to be using them in any way that Cantu saw. It is difficult to discern, based on Jose's account, whether or not he felt that these seats that the being sat on were artificial conveyances like hyper-futuristic wheelchairs, say, yeah. or part of their actual bodies, which it has sometimes been kind of alluded to, that maybe they were, I guess, essentially cybernetic life forms, right. or that they were like Daleks in the sense that they were immobile or Baron Harkonnen. Uh, yeah. It always goes back to Baron Harkonnen. Respect to the dual Doctor Who slash Dune reference. Absolutely. Excellent. What is clear in his account, however, was the fact that Jose was alarmed by the bizarre features of these strange creatures. In an effort to avoid being seen by these unusual intruders, Jose ducked behind a broken washing machine that was discarded next to the shed in his backyard. It was then that young Jose's attention was caught by two, what he quoted as, steely-looking crafts. <gasps> steely Dan. Steely Dan. Was it Steely Dan? It might have been two Steely Dan roadies. Do you guys listen to Steely Dan? No. Not really. No, okay, I don't either. I know the name. I actually can't think of how they sound. What is it? Steve's a big fan. What, I think okay, but what's, like, what's the song? Yeah, I, 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 I mean, they, are they prog? Are they old school? They're ish. Why, why, why are we kind of like whispering and being weird? They're yeah, ish. Because I think we're, 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 we're uncomfortable. We have no information with our about Steely, Steely Dan, Dan knowledge yeah. with each other. Why is it being weird? Why is well, it, why because Steely Dan make us weird? I don't want our fans to judge us for okay. not knowing Steely Fan. All right, continue on. Steely, Steely Fan. fan. Jesus Christ, I don't, I don't know. Is that a punk rock band? Yes, it is. That'd be pretty cool. God damn it. Continue, yeah, Robert. Steely fan. Oh, my Steely fan. That's great. That's so classic. We're like Dropkick Murphys now. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Each of these steely-looking crafts harbored another little green pig-nosed cyclops. All right. Oh, so wait a minute. There's so you've got... two steely-looking crafts. So basically, okay. think of classic flying saucers. Let me finish here. The boy claimed that the first object was parked in his backyard while the other was perched on the flat section of the roof of his parents' home. So <laughs> you've got these two little All metal right. UFOs. Each has an identical-looking cycloptic alien. Right. And then there's two other ones in his yard hey, just fucking doing their shit. Doing, yeah. Doing okay. what cool. Whatever they want they, to do. Yes. Jose described the vessels as emitting a brilliant light from the interior and having what he referred to as straight stairs, which most researchers assume was a child's way of describing a ramp. So that's okay, straight. Yeah, I, so yeah, so we're all like, what what are fucking straight, straight stairs? stairs? Well, it's a pretty easy assumption. Like he wasn't sure what the word was. It's a fucking ramp. He's nine. He's nine. Uh, yeah, so, I, yeah, you know, I fig like straight stair. I figure like a like a straight. Oh, yeah, I, I was I was thinking I was like straight like a vertical a vertical but, stairs. But stairs yeah. I'm like that makes well, that's no sense. Stairs. Yeah, but it's no, but vertical. Yeah, so like it's unwalkable. Said straight stairs. Oh, yeah. Then that's a fucking ladder. No, so, not not straight stairs. Like stairs are at a slant, how, right? How you, just imagine, yes. imagine the stairs just yeah. completely vertical. That's not a. But you couldn't climb those. It's not a ladder. It's not. They're not climbable. Do you know what a ladder is? It's yeah. not a ladder. Straight stairs. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> get with the program, yeah. man. 
I love the cop. Yeah. Like, Straight stairs. <laughs> yeah. No, you. So it good. would be very uncomfortable to climb yeah, you completely can't. Like, vertical like stairs. As you're climbing, you're going backwards like this. Oh, it's what are those fucking? What are those no, like no, ships ladders that fucking assholes always throw into tree houses or? You know that they're literally on oh, ships. Oh, like a like a rope ladder. Yeah, but they're okay. like they're stairs. Yeah. They're inclined at like the steepest angle. I love angle. that you think that 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 ladders are stairs. <laughs> I think it's crazy. <laughs> you can't describe vertical fucking stairs without that being a ladder. All right, so yeah, but not as easily climbable. <laughs> They'd be much ladders. more difficult to climb. <laughs> Regardless, ladders. They know. He's <laughs> clearly talking about a fucking ramp. Right, so there's yeah. a ramp. Right, that that makes sense. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Jose <clears throat> further claimed that the access portals on the gleaming ships opened in two parts like a cross. So I just assume it's a hatch that opens in, in quads. Just opens up. Yeah, yeah like okay, almost yeah, like a yeah. plus sign. Yeah, yeah exactly. 100%. Because yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, yep. when, when you sent me the notes, I read that and I was like, "How what, is it like the cross? And then it just opens. No, like, no, like a dune it? worm. Yeah. Oh, God. I like That was the best hand that, puppet dune that worm the, that ever. That was the best dune worm the world I've ever seen. I know. Okay. Yeah, right, so it echo. opens up uh, two yeah. parts. <laughs> <laughs> it opens up oh, across. Puppet shows I, I, with Chris. Yeah, I know. You can't see him. It's too bad. So after it opened up in the cross shape, it revealed an interior that was just big enough to contain two seats perched on tall bases. So... What I think is like that barber chair. Each yeah, they, they are. They're like cross between bar stools and barber chairs. Sort of, yeah. That each ship contains two. Each one has somebody that is Johnny Home Base and Billy Explorer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the gatherer. And, and what I think maybe it is is that these conveyances that they have can go up the ramp through the cross door and like plug in and that becomes their you know cockpit seat or whatever i don't right. know we don't know how it works but that's just the assumption okay. i would make <clears throat> from his concealed position jose watched as one of the creatures roving around the yard rolled its way up the ramp into the ship that was perched on the lawn moments after the hatch closed behind it the craft ascended off the ground and vanished in what resembled to the child a puff of steam or smoke so one's still on the roof one still one alien yeah. is still in the yard okay the second alien rolls up Yep. Into the ship, goes up and poof, it's out. Flew. Oh, so it, it's sir. either an exhaust and it shot off at uh, such a high rate of speed that it couldn't be discerned, or it fucking teleported, or fuck all knows what. It was then that the youngster had seen enough. Anxiously, the boy crept back toward his house. Once inside, Jose wasted no time in running back into his parents' room, and this time, when he woke his mother, he refused to take no for an answer. Over the kitchen table, Jose regaled his mother with tales of strange, one-eyed, pig-snouted aliens mm. and their vaporizing ships. When Martha went outside and saw no trace of the extraterrestrials or their diminutive vessels, she decided that Jose had either been the victim of a nightmare or was pulling some childish prank. Agitated, she sent her son off to school without another word. Wow. That's cool. Oh, yeah, dude. Martha, that's cold. That's cold. Dude. Cold-blooded. That's the deal. Yeah. Damn. Cut the shit, Jose. Yeah. 
I'm trying to sleep. Your sister was fussing up a storm last yeah, night. Yeah, you saw some aliens with uh, some You're sort of like bar stools chin, and weensy appendages. Sorry. Weensy. Go to school. Can the dude. fucking theatrics and <laughs> fucking the get, get to the math. Oh, nice. fuck's sake. This we is need... why Chris would make a perfect father. <laughs> exactly. Can yeah. the theatrics <laughs> and get to, get the, to math. the math. That's the poor I love We need a doctor in the family. Yeah, and you're it. You're going to make us go to hell. You're it. <laughs> wow. There you go. Once he arrived at Hurrah grade school, the excited Jose told classroom aide Diane Gomez about his bizarre encounter. Later, when local reporters contacted Gomez for a story about these odd events, she spoke highly of the student's character, stating, Jose is a serious boy. Mm. He is not one that tells stories or lies, what he told me, I took very seriously. High praise indeed. That's a pretty good okay. reference. I mean, yeah. For no, a character reference for a nine-year-old? Like he doesn't fuck around. Yeah. He's not in here talking yeah. shit. He's not yeah. causing a storm. No, when I you're, believe he's when legit. When you're nine and that's the reference you get, that's good. Yeah, when you're, when you're up for that doctorate, you know, ah. they have to review everything and they get this account. They're like, right. They're going to be like, legit. Jose's a solid-ass dude. So, that's exactly what they're gonna <laughs> yeah, say. Exactly. In dude, solid. He's fact. A solid ass dude. He is a solid <laughs> ass dude. <laughs> when he was nine. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, Diane Gomez took the story so seriously that just after 10 a.m., Jose's scheduled recess time, she and another aide decided to accompany the boy home and take a look at the alleged landing sites for themselves. The aides greeted Martha. And the trio followed Jose through the yard as he indicated where he saw the creatures. So they took the kid out of school. Well, yeah, but it was it was a different time. It was seventy-seven. Yeah, seventy-seven. Yeah. Your teacher's aide. You're going home. You're like, hey, Jose, let's go check out these. If there's any alien stuff at your house, no one's gonna care. Jump in my car. Not yeah, a big shit deal. was shit was different. Seatbelts aren't necessarily a thing then. No, probably airbags not. didn't. You could probably smoke around kids. You make kids no, smoke you could, with you. You could. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it worked. In there were commercials for smoking. Yo, you know, I, I, well, I sort of remember candy cigarettes, oh, all the rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All so right. Martha, the two teachers' aides, and Jose are getting the grand tour of the fucking backyard. Awesome. According to Martha and the aides' accounts, the place where Jose insisted that the men, quote unquote, were rotating on their bases, <laughs> still bore two circular marks embedded in the gravel. <sighs> I assume that's the drive. Evidence. Well, well. It, Physical indicators, okay. I guess, is better. Evidence well, is strong. Yeah. The ladies also saw two seemingly inexplicable sets of indentations consisting of three holes each where the other being had apparently rested. Or is super sweet. Okay. Bar chair. After the aides returned to school with Jose, Martha called her neighbor, Irene Sanchez, and asked her to come over. When she arrived, Irene claimed that both she and her brother had spied a strange, spherical impression in the Cantu's yard that was approximately 10 feet in diameter. Nosy neighbors. Nosy. Martha and Irene examined the area and discovered that the uncut grass in the center of this circular pattern was swirled <laughs> upward in a way... No natural lawnmower could do. No. How do they know? I know. The the grass swirl. It's not possible. I mean, well, I mean, you can see when grass. Well, maybe they don't do a lot of lawn maintenance. I don't know. Everyone's a botanist. Way to go. No, no shit. Irene also testified to seeing the same marks that the aides had earlier observed in the gravel. 
the evidence was still clearly visible when Jose's father came home from work later that day. Oh, he's not going to be happy with any of this. Or maybe he'll be very happy. Who oh. knows? It's 1977. No father no, was yeah. happy. Working class dad yeah, is not no, happy to come home. Yeah, no. It's all a bunch of really negative, even more negative Ale Bundys. <laughs> yeah, I used it. Super Bundy. Technically 90s, but whatever. In a community as small as Hurrah, it should come as no surprise that the word of the schoolboy's encounter spread like wildfire, and the next afternoon, the Cantu farmhouse was visited by a police officer named Willard J. Vogel, who hailed from the Yakima Indian Reserve. However, Vogel was not calling on the Cantus as a law officer, but as a well-respected local UFO investigator. So real oh, quick. So the cops rolling up. Wait. You think it's on. Maybe official Willard, investigations. Willard J. Vogel is there as a, he's a police officer. He but is he's a not police there officer. With the pretext of being a police officer, not he's there being a UFO. his capacity as an officer of the law. A officer of the law. A man and of justice and a UFO investigator. Amateur, though well-respected independent investigator of the things that fly. That's kind so of cool. Anyway, so, is, is he the, so he is there not as a police officer. Not as a cop. Is what you're saying. He's he there as an investigator. Or gun. He's not there in his official capacities. He is there in his unofficial capacities as a, the a, one-man a project Blue Book okay. in Yakima. I want to think he has a really cool hat. Oh, of course He's he does. He's got to have one. Jesus. What How kind of hat? not? What kind of hat? I think it's got to be like one of those sweet fucking old school Stetsons with like one of yeah. those great turquoise inlay. Yeah. But he's like a UFO investigator, so does he incorporate that into his hat? I'd like to think so. Maybe something cool. Oh my god! Like like what? Roswell never forgets. <laughs> something. Yeah. So, like a, like a, a sweet like little emblem or something. Wouldn't it be great just if it was just one. like a saucer? And a, and, yeah, and the buckle was the, yeah. Saucer, yeah, like the saucer. Absolutely. Awesome. Fucking Vogel. You All know right, man. Who rules. So, so Willard J. Vogel is Very on the scene. Vogel, who was accompanied by fellow UFO researcher and electrical engineer David Ackers. That's a fun working class name, David, David Ackers. Ackers. So he's a UFO researcher and an electrical engineer. Who is accompanying aforementioned lawman of the skies, <laughs> fucking so Vogel. Yeah, yeah, like so UFO I, investigators have like really sweet day jobs because my day job fucking sucks. Yeah. That's why you, so, you shouldn't you have gotten to the I mean, cryptid bit. You should have been in the fucking UFO Out biz. of all of us, the only one with a cool job is Chris. So... Yeah, I do love my job. You do sure, have an you awesome do. job. It's rare, but it I do. Is. All right, it's I can wear Stetson when I'm not slinging you beer. You would look kind of dope in a Stetson. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I never imagined cool. here for the evidence. <laughs> Just in a what, sweet cowboy hat, but he can pull it off. What am I even saying? I can't even do it. I, I don't even know what, what that accent is. am I trying to do. I know. Bring me your fucking evidence. <laughs> oh my god, oh, Jesus! I'm like 19th century yeah. fucking tombstone. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you did. You went there. It's cool. All right. Vogel. I did. Vogel, who was accompanied <laughs> by fellow UFO researcher and electrical engineer David Ackers, stated that the Hurrah area had been infested with UFO sightings over the past few decades, including reports of cattle mutilations, but Blech. had to admit that none of the cases were quite so strange as the one that faced him now. Nevertheless, he claimed to believe Jose's strange tale, and he even had the boy sketch the creature, aforementioned, right. a really awesome drawing he did, which is actually, it shows a lot of talent for a nine-year-old, I gotta no, say. He, I mean, the kid captured it's impressive. quite a lot. Yeah, totally, totally. So he had Jose draw the creature he had seen. He also stated that the perfectly formed circle and the traces of the foot, that's how he put it, quote-unquote, traces of the foot, of the alien were still very evident when he examined the scene. 
Eckers then checked the area with a Geiger counter, but no significant radiation readings were found. The pair also informed the Cantus that there had recently been reports of brilliant lights in the region just before Jose's weird run-in. So I don't know what that fucking means. Because when you say just before, was it two weeks before? Was it a month before? Was it literally hours before? Yeah. Right. I feel it, like it's just not before... Just before <laughs> seems to indicate at least within days, I would think. So... But just yeah. before you want to think, like, the just no, before, somebody, hours, you know, minutes, yeah. hours, just yeah. down the street reported seeing a light, and boom. maybe days well, at most for yeah. me. That's what I would We're think. Talking yeah. about brilliant lights. Brilliant. So yes, not just dim lights, brilliant. esoteric lights, brilliant lights. <laughs> Two days following Vogel's visit, Francis Story, a journalist with the local. Toppenish Review. That's an odd word. It Toppenish. is. Toppenish. That's, not, that's like, a, like a little tea cozy place in fucking Middle Britain. Yeah, seriously. Toppenish. Toppenish. Yeah. Stopped by to get the scoop. By this point, the trace evidence was beginning to fade, but was still obvious enough to be seen with the naked eye. I don't know what they mean. The spherical indentation. The gravel displacement. The, tr- the tracks yeah. in the gravel. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Knowing that the Cantu family was bilingual, though more comfortable with Spanish, the reporter was accompanied by a translator who considered himself to be a hardened skeptic regarding matters involving UFOs in general and ETs in particular. He's a, he's a translator. He's, well, I think he's probably a photographer for the newspaper. Oh, I think she, he okay. just is somebody that happens to speak Spanish that worked right. at the newspaper. Yeah. He was about his views but he was like, ufology. fuck that. UFOs are dumb. It's all meteors and dreams and, right. and aliens it's are bullshit. It's all swamp gas and scarpology. It's all St. Elmo's fires. Everyone <laughs> oh, calm down. It, listen, it's swamp gas and fuckery. It's That's ball lightning. Mm-hmm. Oh, the ball. The Cantus conceded to allow their son to be interviewed by the journalist, who later indicated that Jose answered all of the questions posed to him respectfully and honestly. I assume that that they're just using their journalistic, yeah, you know, but again, savvy to this this kid's character, he has good references. No, I know the the teacher's aides. Like, no, he's legit. The reporters, like, he's he's legit. He answered the questions until he finally requested that he be allowed to go outside and play. Because after all, this motherfucker uh, is nine. See? This poor see? kid is nine. He's like, listen, I saw these things. They scared me. They went yeah, away. Yeah, he wants to go play outside. I need some G.I. Joes and some sandbox You know, time. like like most people in interrogation, you're like, you want a soda? You want a cigarette? Yeah, you want, you want that cigarette, don't you? Yeah, maybe Hey, a listen, sub? man, I, I know you didn't do it. Why don't you just tell me the truth about who did do you it? Delicious, did you do it? You want a delicious 12-inch from Subway? Oh. I bet you do. A $5 you know foot long. Yeah, you want, you want a $5 foot long, that weird teriyaki that nobody likes? Are we being supported by Subway and no one knew? <laughs> no, we are not know. being supported by Subway. <laughs> I like fake teriyaki <laughs> shit. It's disgusting. I do too. Like that garbage sweet, like pineapple, like beef soy. Jerky. If, yeah. you, if you keep it me, is, it's soy and pineapple. If I'm yeah. in the room long it enough, and you're like, is. there's like the promise Ooh. of like, like beer, or like when I smoked like a cigarette. Oh like, yeah, no, yeah, I, I fucking killed breaking. JFK. Yeah, totally. I was fucking. Yeah. I'm Kaiser Soze. I am Rosemary. Ka- yeah, baby. that's fucking. the deal. <laughs> Archduke yeah. Ferdinand, yeah, done. Right. I said, yeah. I am Rosemary's baby. Uh, oh my God, you are Rosemary's baby. I am, totally. Is All your right. mom Rosemary? No, she's Carol. Uh, she's a baby. What up, mom? Hey, Carol. Hey. hey. You don't listen. Yeah, I know. No, she she does. doesn't listen. I know, actually, she does. Howdy. You might. For oh, this she one. does? No, she really does. I said, hey, Carol. Does she really? Does she up? listen to all of them? Yeah, no, she does. Oh, hey. I'm sorry I called you Rosemary. <laughs> In <laughs> fact, 
Oy. The once skeptical translator was so impressed by Jose's candor that he went on to assert on the record, and this is a quote, I believe he saw what he said he saw. The story that Jose related to said reporters who were very impressed with his veracity was published in January, I'm sorry, on January 26th, 1977 in the Topinish Review under the title, Hurrah Youth Reports UFO with Greenish Creatures. Honestly, a fairly subdued headline considering the batshit craziness of the actual descriptions. While many locals dismissed the case out of hand due to Jose's youth and the frankly outlandish description he gave of the aliens, those who actually spoke with the young man in the days following the incident were to the last convinced that as bizarre as his tale was, it genuinely seemed to be the truth. Well, and so here we are left with the cycloptic aliens of hurrah. So one and done. So, okay. Well, I just added the legitimacy of the subsequent events to just bolster Jose's tale. Yeah. So we have, we did cover a story, which is in the Yakima area. Oh, that's interesting. So Yakima, where the Yakima County where this happened um, is about like an hour or so near uh, Ellensburg, Washington, which is which was the home of Mel's yeah. hole, Mel's motherfucking hole. So, but also too in the story there is a I, I believe uh, was it Willard Willard J Vogel, uh, yeah. uh mentioned that it has been a, it had been a hotbed of UFO activity, so people were seeing UFOs in the area, and definitely you know I mean I think it was Red Elk, which was. You know, the name of one of the experts on Mel's Hole, I believe. I think I got it right. He talked about UFOs um, being seen above Mel's Hole a lot. So here's, I guess, the first question we have to ask. First off, this is just, it's batshit crazy. The reason I think I mentioned, besides the fact that everyone involved went out of their way to mention that Jose was considered to be so reliable for someone so young, is because this is so fucking doofy. It's so goddamn silly yeah. that you want to just be like, yeah, it's a kid, and and you know when he's not like watching Saturday morning Hanna Barbera and eating too much sugary cereal, he's out fucking around playing in the back lots, and well, and yeah. along the way he made up some back dumb lots. shit. So this does not seem to be the case. There were some trace landing uh, things, but right. but all that aside, all that aside, um, when you bring up Mel's Hole, it makes me wonder: Are they coming from above? Or below, no. uh, hollow Earth, uh, or fucking the dimension from whence right. bulletproof fucking parrots and I, I don't know fucking magic wolves. Oh, I forgot about the invincible birds of paradise. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, mean, so oh, and, and, and lest we forget tumor seals, and tumor seals. Oh yeah, with its and dead radio. dogs. Oh yeah. So I, dog I mean, just because uh, Hurrah is a, approximately an hour away from Mel's Hole right. does not mean there's an association. Well, but it's, damn, you gotta savor the possibility. It seems to be that the whole area might. I mean, there's also Bigfoot sightings at one point oh, too. Tons. So it seems that the whole, whole area might be a hotbed, but. What is kind of interesting about it is that the description of this alien is not anything, obviously, that we've ever heard of. Oh, unlike anything. It would, yeah. With, great, with a great detail, a great attention to detail, I should say, 
um, whether it be the chairs or the atrophied vestigial limbs or their hair or right. their weird. So it's pretty specific for a nine-year-old. But as you mentioned in the story, this kid apparently has upstanding character. So he's either an excellent bullshit artist. Which is a possibility. Which could be which a very again, legitimate possibility. Kids are been known to do yeah, that. Kids, or kids are kids. Quite possibly he did really witness this. It just for a description of an alien to sound like this, you know what's funny is I think of uh, Angry Birds. That's what it sounds almost like is Angry Birds. Oh, like the when you pigs. got the little green pigs, yeah. yeah I wouldn't be surprised like if maybe I mean I don't know. They're It'd green and they have to pig noses. Sort of Base something off of, I think. It's possibly. funny because if if Angry Birds had yeah. been, you know, our Around, this sighting yeah, had totally, happened yeah. recently, In then you could say, yeah. oh, kids yeah, influenced by you, Angry Birds. You never but. know what people pull from. Who knows? Yeah, right. you never know. But, it, it, it's a struggle. So but. I, mean, I guess that, okay, could we, uh, I believe it was, uh, I forget what episode of the podcast, but my, my, uh, my uh, my children's book, Whimsy of a Child. Ha! Right. So, um, could this be something that the kids making up? You know, uh, obviously, absolutely, it's always a it could be sure. But there is some evidence on site to, to to show that no, that there was some disturbances in the gravel, and then the super nosy neighbors were like, their grass is all whipped up into a right. fucking fedora, he, he, pompadours, pompadours, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fedora, sweet pompadour, a hat, yeah, pompadour. But here, here's here's what strikes me as interesting, and and and. And this is what kind of impresses me about Cantu, besides the fact that so many adults were obviously also impressed with it, right. is that he's he, there's no obvious exploitable thing. He wasn't like, Mom, I saw aliens. I'm really disturbed. I should stay home from school. He goes to school. Right. He tells everyone about it. Now, you think if a kid, you could be like, yeah, no, kids crave attention, and, and, and maybe it's just... Or sometimes it could sure. just be imagination. But, but here's, here's the other thing. It's like when people, when he is the focus of all this attention, he's like, I mean, I really just want to go out and play. Right. Can I, I told you what I saw. So he's he not, doesn't, he, he doesn't change his story. Right. He doesn't elaborate. He's not he doesn't add it. another UFO. He doesn't yeah. add like weird sheep dogs with fucking lizard tails <clears throat> and giant balls that were wanting. He doesn't, you know, just fucking yeah. Yeah. go on and on and expand the story and make it more ridiculous with each retelling. He's like, this is what I saw. It scared me. I went inside. Right. It's gone. And and he's probably not outside with, I don't know, like a hairbrush and a blow dryer foofing the circular impressions in the lawn so it looks like they're semi-circular, as Chris yeah, was saying, pompadours. Right. So what's impressive to me is that it's almost like he's got as as you know as much integrity as he seems to display the attention span of a child where it's just like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sort of done. I just want to move on and and sort of does. So... It really kind yeah. of strikes me, as absurd as it is on its face, that this is just some crazy shit a kid saw. It scared him. He tried to tell his mom the first time. She didn't react. Told her a second time. Told other people. People were so impressed with what he fucking said that they converge on the scene. Reporters hit it, which is fine. Reporters are always going to hit something new. Yeah, like, especially yeah. in this. We're talking. Yeah. This is post-Star Wars, in the thick of uh, Close Encounters. Any anything extraterrestrial, the media is on it. Yeah, totally. That's not impressive in and of itself. But the fact that a hardened skeptic comes away going, "Oh, this kid might be." I mean, right. at least gives me right. the impression that he's legitimately retelling what he saw. That's kind of cool. Something else I was thinking about yeah. um, <clears throat> with being a kid: uh, weird, vivid dreams, possibly. It's a possibility. Could be. I don't know if you, have you guys ever experienced vivid dreams. Lucid dreaming. Yeah, it's weird. No, I've had super vivid. Sure. I, I guess I, on melatonin, actually, I had really. 
crazy dreams. Yeah, I was uh, a couple of years back. I was taking like Shantax to quit smoking, and the dreams were fucking bananas. Yeah, it was a bag of cats. <laughs> it was a fucking, bag of cats. Dude, it was so crazy, fucked. unwieldy. Very soft and beautiful, vivid, screaming in the darkness while they're mating. It was so weird. It was the weirdest thing. So that is always a possibility. So I'm pretty sure this kid wasn't on Chantix. No, no, melatonin. But I'm just saying that or melatonin or melatonin. Melatonin ate ate a bunch of turkey. I'm just saying that it is a possibility. This (laughs) this could be something he that he dreamed and literally was just like, oh, you know. But all that aside, that's just the the skeptical view of it. So. If this was an alien that he saw, and this thing is within like an hour of Mel's hole, I mean, plus there's big, Bigfoot everywhere. Bigfoot sightings about. Yeah, but Bigfoot, how does that even? I'm just saying. Yeah, well, how does the alien? Like, it doesn't play in. This, yeah, you can't say alien. This, this you don't know that. Could possibly be like a hot battle, kind of like the Ohio River Valley. Oh, so all right, so yes. I understand what you're saying. Okay, like, well, that, that a vorticity of mayhem. Not even. I'm not even bringing interdimensional into this. I'm gonna be putting that on the show. You're about for a little to. Bit. No, no yeah, not. but that's, I'm still, not. that's still different. But here's the thing: just because this is a place where Bigfoot sightings have happened traditionally, um, I don't think it makes this a hotbed for anything in particular. Especially when you deal with UFO sightings, that can literally be as spontaneous as you want to be. Well, the, that just can show that up that anywhere at any time. The, the people were seeing activity, though. Well, yeah, other UFOs, right? Yeah, so I'm saying it could be a the fact bed. that bright lights in the sky, brilliant lights, precipitate a possible extraterrestrial encounter. To me, just sort of folds into each other. Okay, but that right. it doesn't make me um, think like um, like the Bridgewater Triangle or something where it's just a cavalcade of mayhem. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm just saying that there's some things happening here. Well, yeah. Yeah. A couple weird things. One particular thing, which is these fucking weird little things. Well, first of all, I, you, he's, there's two apparent ships. Yes. Yeah, which is kind of weird. One on the roof, one on the, one roof, the backyard. And one on the fucking yeah. ground, and like one's in the ship, and the other one's the fucking scout, yeah. or whatever it is, the information gatherer. Well, apparently, one each had somebody maintaining... The consoles what I mean. or whatever. Like one was on and the ship, and one had one had like a yeah. gatherer yeah. Yeah, out totally. doing doing whatever they were doing. Yeah, I wish this is to where the handicap of having a child eyewitness comes in because as legit mm. as he apparently is, it's like we don't know. Are they taking the typical lawn and dirt samples that they right. so often are known for taking? Are they studying the architecture? Are they what the fuck are they doing? We don't yeah. know. We just know they're rolling around the lawn or floating above the lawn. We don't really yeah, have a I, yeah, it's clear kinda... indicator. But why? Why are you on the? Why would you be on the roof? I, I. Why would you land on someone's roof? Shit, lucky, lucky. You know I mean, like load bearing walls aside. Like if you land on someone, you could very well cave the roof in. Unless you have like some sort of gravity oscillating. Right. Wickedness. No, but I don't look. See, like if you, if you came in. Even if if you were a, a, a life form and you were going to a place where you're like, okay, maybe you consider them lesser life forms, sure. you'd still be like, if we just have to do this, let's just get in and out. Well, you wouldn't like. You, Chris is right, but right. but so many extraterrestrial or ostensibly extraterrestrial Ast- encounters that, right. betray the simple logic of, um, we have a simple scientific ex- expedition we have to do. Let's do this in full view of a dozen people, or let's do this. In just the dumbest, least convenient way possible. Or conversely, let's go down and impart a super important message to the human race 
on an alcoholic farmhand that has, you know, been in and out well, of jail well, and, and carries no weight whatsoever, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. that, yeah. What I'm saying is these, these things do not, do not often have the hallmark of logic. No, they, om- so, they almost never do. Almost never. In fact, they fly in the face of logic. Not only do they not indulge in what we would consider basic, straightforward protocols in terms of getting your agenda done, but they seem to do the thing that will conversely, uh, right. adversely yeah, that, affect that's what right. it is their fucking almost mission the in Paris be. Yeah, the worst the possible worst choices. Thing. Right. So, so if there's the theory that these aren't, like, aliens are just future us and we're doing some sort of weird past recon yeah whatever that doesn't make yeah. sense because you're not going to want to fuck with the past if that well, actually like, is a thing right which we, we don't know yet yeah that we well, can we affect know. yeah you know what i mean i can almost see it in the grays though in the sense that the grays could be the where the human race might evolve in multiple millennia or hundreds of thousands of years or maybe millions of years where we're super brains our bodies are nearly useless we fucking I, we eat dreams and bacteria so we don't need anything but slit mouths yeah and that's we're coming the deal. back to um i you know do the historical studies on what we used to be like but also to refresh our genes with good old hardy hard living good time in humans you know from mortal the dna exactly yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. that could make some sense but these things first off i don't think we're going to get out i don't think darwin would support us giving up binocular vision um i don't know what yeah, the yeah, antennas no. do yeah yeah no. that's funny these yeah, things I seem forgot, to be truly extraterrestrial in the sense that the, if not extraterrestrial truly alien in the sense that right. Uh, they, they, they seem it doesn't make to sense. Not be of here. We don't have a. Do no. we have cycloptic creatures? No, 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 no. no one no. eye does not. Doesn't make a lick of sense. Doesn't work. No. Not if you're a predator or prey. No. The uh, the. No, no, no. But it doesn't. It does. I guess it doesn't mean it couldn't have evolved that some. Of course. For some reason, on a random planet, and just there's something that happened in that the beginnings of of that rna dna right and, just, and they just needed one eye it didn't it ju- one yeah giant and eye, it's yeah. one we don't super know that big fucking but, guy i mean yeah. you know what have you, has, chris have you seen the picture of these things no well, you know this yeah. would probably help to get to oh it's get like a massive it. fucking eye it's a massive fucking yeah, super okay, well, cyclops eye okay so it's like sauron is fucking like it's, it's sort of it's sort of like a sauron and eye. here's the other thing getting back to the uh, you know Assuming, uh, you know, assume or uh, presumably uh, vestigial type limbs. It has two little feet like things and two little arm like things, but it seems like something that has evolved down to almost nothing. Like, are these things psychic? Are they controlling these super chairs and these ships with this massive intellect and, and telekinetic abilities that yeah. can move things? And, and the only reason I'm saying it is because they are like little butterballs with absolutely seemingly useless limbs. Yeah, well, that's the description seems to imply that. Phenomenal olfactory senses, you'd assume, based on their giant pig noses. Right. Their mouths, you don't know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. The antennae, but maybe the, that ties I don't know in with they... psychic abilities. The big giant eye, well, Anten- motherfuckers yeah, need that to see, be, but... And yeah, antennae, I... And yet, like, insects use it to communicate with each other. They do, um, but... To feel things. 
what what I mean that has become such a trademark cliche in Martians and extraterrestrial bullshit. But what purpose oh, do they, does it really serve? That is awful. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It is utterly <laughs> that, that, outlandish. That, yeah, that picture is fucking. The awful. hair is pretty terrible. Like it's and honestly, I just not, not your art, what, but oh, no, no, no. It's better. But here's hair. the thing: it's got that kind of collar thing. Yeah, which makes me oh, think. Man. Like, is it some way it psychically links to its I, a chair or whatever? I mean. <sighs> No. Are they like fucking Daleks in that their bodies are so utterly effing useless that all they are is giant brain and a mound of flesh that melds with the technology they've be. built around them? It could be. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Unless those are the creatures running the simulation that we all live in, that very well could be it too. Oh, so the Elon Musk supported simulation exactly. that we all live yes. in. Yes. And Jesus. these are the overseers. He goes on Joe Rogan, smokes a joint, and everybody freaks out. Doesn't even smoke a joint. It just takes a puff. Oh, he and Bill Clinton's a joint. Stocks fucking collapse. Yeah, anyway, like, yeah, who collapse. fucking cares? Yeah. Anyway, if I, anyway, if I want anyone to smoke Side weed, note. it's Elon Musk. So anyway, yeah. Maybe so get these some things, sweet new ideas. Yeah, the the whole leg situation is sort of interesting because it makes you think like, well, at well, not what just point, appendages. I mean, every, he has, he's got fucking well, everything. T Rex arms, yeah, T Rex legs, yeah. not T Rex legs, but. In, like same thing right. for his ar- legs right. as his arms. So the obvious. So well, I mean, you know, orange and toothpicks. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, an orange really, with toothpicks. Yeah, pig nose, yeah, big, big round head. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me at all. So do we think? Well, that biologically, it doesn't. I mean, this is not a super predator. No, this is not no, anything. No, that no, seems no, that's to what be I mean. well, efficient right. to living predator. in an environment where you have to do shit to survive. Yeah, unless of course you've mastered said environment with your superior intellect. Your super sweet technology, what I like to believe are awesome fucking ESP telekinetic skills. Yeah. Well, well, sure, but there's no, they don't yeah, say anything like that. No, that. I'm reading, I, you have to read into all of this. Right. Because, I, I, I know. Because if you don't have, listen, he, they don't have little joysticks. They're not fucking Stephen Hawking their no, way around. No, I know. Right. There's not. Right. So they don't, if, if, there's if no... they are self mobile, if they are self mobile, then they have to be controlling it somehow. So it either has to be through... And, and, you know, they have those, like, artificial limbs now that take direct nerve impulses. You know, you tell your left hand that, you know, you lost in a car accident or whatever, you want to squeeze something. It squeezes it because the nerve impulses are sent down to this artificial... We've seen all this shit. And, And I'm glad that these great progress are being made. Maybe they've taken it to the nth level. Or, possibly, these things are just little meat tools... That kind of like, I mean, maybe like the brains and the, the, the space brains of Palos Verdes, where the, the giant webbed fingered web feet humanoids were like, oh, these are just translation devices. Maybe these are just like fleshy tools like like, you know how the dinosaurs had a second brain in their fucking pelvis or whatever that made their tail flip right. and it really no. didn't serve any great purposes. Maybe these are weird like flesh brains and when they're not spending their time fucking shaving the carnitas of the skies when they're not eating these (sighs) things because they're probably delicious i mean they got the pig nose who knows no they they just use them to sort of do mild exploration and do their shit and then they come back and make fucking flesh nuggets out of these fucking weird ass things i don't know or they're super brilliant (sighs) overlords that control the world with just a thought right yeah they, but they so don't function well. They can't run. Right. They can't but do there's, anything. There's no evidence of that in anything. There's no evidence of anything. Uh, but we have no. to wildly speculate for. Well, I mean, that's like psychic ability. So it's not like like 
they didn't yeah. do no. a thing and something happened. No, but they move. They move with no apparent like they're in the drawing, and I'll admit. It's a nine-year-old, and he, he drew a really incredible rendition of things that look like they're in barber chair slash bar stools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't see, like, things that we would standardly associate with, uh, say, automatic wheelchairs or whatever. You don't see joysticks or even touch pads. You don't see, and like I say, all I can assume is that if you don't see those things, then they are able to move through their no, own. Well, or they're automated from or something they're automated else. From a far, but why would you automate useless things? hunks of flesh i mean right. these things have to serve some they purpose. might be integrated into that machinery somehow that you don't know you're, you're absolutely right there's just Hence no way the wild the way, yeah, speculation yeah, yeah. that we have to indulge in. yeah you right. just you or, don't know again my children's book available for pre-order oh god damn it oh god damn whimsy it. of a child i wish it was so, i really do robert what do you we think could, this we is? can do it are you kidding me what do you think it is i just fucking spent a half right, hour so, elucidating right. no honestly i think I don't think Jose's making it up. Okay. I don't think um, he Jose. could have this many adults going, hot damn, this kid is onto something if he was just pulling shit out of his ass. But we don't know. We don't know. There, there's no clear purpose for these things, no clear agenda. Why no. would you visit a random farmhouse in right. Washington? Are they from the you know, illustrious hole of Mel that. This is what happens if you throw a, I don't know, a pig carcass and a wheelchair down there. I mean, I just don't know. Could and maybe be. maybe it comes back even better, a better composite of anything you could hope for. I mean, if you throw down a sheep and get a fucking tumor seal, criminy knows what you get. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's a gamble. So there's no way to know. <laughs> the worst I, gamble. And, and the fact that they're apparently flying standard UFOs doesn't necessarily mean they're from another planet. Right. It's, it's so weird. What I love about this, though, is that yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter if like it's web-footed or little hairy things or typical greys or space brains or any number of aliens that we've discussed and will discuss and, and uh, we're all fans of the stories of. These are strange because they have these non-usable limbs. They really do, and I know we do doing a lot, but they are like barren Harkonnens in that they're just too corpulent to seemingly move on their own, at least based on the tiny limbs they have. They have these giant heads, which might indicate a supreme intellect. Could be. Or just maybe, who knows what. Right. They have no clear-cut purpose, but they, are, they can clearly move in an intelligent way. They can uh, evidently pilot these crafts, and they've come to Earth... Or upper Earth, if they're from inner Earth, for some reason, and it, it is absolutely mm. fucking befuddling. No, yeah, it is no, befuddling. It's, yeah, it is. It's there's a lot. I'm perplexed to... because I just can't. I can't figure why a lot of extraterrestrials come here and do the fucking weird shit they do. The Casablanca entities are just right. Clearly, they're just a fuck with us. But this is just yeah, it's a fireworks display. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to let the eyewitnesses age play against no them, but you have to but you have to bring it up so and we have i mean yeah it's a variable and we have yeah but and there is plenty of there is some evidence on the ground there that something was going on but i think i might err on the side and i don't want to be an ageist oh i'm not i see where you're going uh, i'm going there you're hating him i know not at all i think he I is should. a kid of good character i'll tell you what i you never... think it's the providence of youth Oh, I think it I, might be a possible. I want to say overactive imagination and or like some sort of like lucid dreaming, but I can't commit to it 100 percent because there is 
some physical evidence there on the ground. And not one of us has gotten yeah, the kind is. of resume this kid has gotten no, from adults. No, this kid adults. is... A, we're, we're, we well, are all, all older, middle-aged men, and this is a stand-up. The only one... 77, this kid's stand-up. Okay, the only he problem really with, with that is, like, like, if, like, I came back, I'm like, dude, like, I saw a pink, like, leopard... Uni- unicorn horse creature. Oh, whoa, okay. Like if I, if I, I just love came, this already. If I, if right, I just came right, to you and right. I was like, draw that immediately. Dude, right. I saw this <clears throat> pink unicorn man horse. Oh, nice. The, the unicheetah. And I was like, no, yeah, seriously. Really. Like, Centaur th- unicheetah. happened. Right. Like, and you guys know me, right? So, yeah. so yeah. the people that are investigating this come to you guys and be like, no, dude, he's like, he's legit. He's the thing. He's uh, the deal. I see where Chris is right? going with and, this, and, yeah. and then yeah. he goes to the place I work and he's like, like what do you what do you think of this guy? And he's like, right. N- no, he's pretty. He's straight up. He's the deal. Right. I, I mean, and this goes for for every yeah for anyone that's ever met Chris. Right. Like, no, he's a totally normal right. stand up solid the, dude. Right. Yeah. And dude, same thing. Like if you came to me and like, dude. Yeah. Like I saw. Right. I saw the deal. Yeah. Like I saw the poltergeist of poltergeists. <laughs> it was a fucking thing. And it got investigated. It, right. I'd be like, dude, no, no I, dad, just the no, deal. I like the Reister guys. Right. I see that. But here, it could but, be. But it very well one, could be. I'm the just throwing that there. I'm not. I'm not. Chris is right. But the one, the one skeptic was the exhausted mom. Like, I didn't see anything in the lawn. I didn't notice the gravel overturned. I didn't yeah. get but the But she's pompadour. also an exhausted mom. Yeah, she's exhausted. Right. Baby's like, get, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. get to school. But now, but Go now, to school. The translator. The translator is like. Who's a hardcore skeptic and a translator? What's what he claimed? Was like, no, this kid's solid. He's not, you know. And the and two different yeah. aides were like, no, he's a pretty legit. Which almost kid. makes and, me. And he's telling the like, this is their lunch break or whatever. Right. And instead of just saying hit the recess, you know, make the swing yours, yeah. have some fun, kid, and they tell a fun story amongst themselves in the right. fucking teachers lounge, they're like, I'm compelled enough by what he's saying. Right. That I'm going to use this time to go to your home and see what's up. Yeah. That to me is really well, kind of impressive. Or it not mind bogglingly so, but right. just all right, that's something. Or it's something that yes, he did see it because he was in some lucid dreaming state, possibly, which doesn't but explain. But is lucid dreaming any more absurd? I mean, I get it. What he saw is absurd. Right. The fact that they would be there doing these things, but but this is the kind of reductive reasoning that so many skeptics slash debunkers employ like well it could be this because right. it's irrational it's the, it if it's the, the other it is called the could have argument yeah and, and yeah. that to me you know all right you're better than that mark uh, you know what well, god I, damn it you're well, better than that i am no but it's just I an am. option it's, it is an option it's, we're putting it's, it out it's there. Exa- it's, it's, it's still as valid as anything else totally the yeah. problem is Completely. we don't that, well there's there's multi-problems it's, it's a the problem f- when you say oh it can't be that right. That that then that's a problem. Of course. Yeah. Totally. Then but, then that's a problem. But the biggest part. problems with the credibility are, are are well twofold. One, the sheer absurdity of their appearance. It is an Pretty amalgamation yeah. of doofy shit that you would assume come from the mind of a child. Which, by the way, opens up the possibility, as was discussed a little bit by Ted Bloker in his assessment of the Casablanca incident, where he said this reflects. Uh, a parapsychological element of UFO sightings, which is right. oh. is is something appearing to a child in a way that would seem less utterly horrifying or more accessible. As bizarre as a pig-nosed, cycloptic, tiny-armed, rotund, you yeah, know, totally. bushy-haired yeah, thing yeah, totally. would be, it maybe it is 
a much more acceptable image than the toothy mod living Lovecraftian nightmare that it actually looked like. Right. And if this thing isn't evil no. but knows that we are a backward sort of species that definitely assesses threat based on physical appearance. Yeah as Rod Serling constantly admonished us not to do, yeah. then maybe it implanted a thought in this kid's head that is patently absurd. You know, that's a hypothesis. It is a hy- it is, and that's all it is, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I think that we've put a lot of different theories on the table. Not for really. The- it is or it isn't. No, I mean we have no, know, no. There's levels. There's a of, bunch of different things. There's, there's a level. There's a lot of I mean, well, no, I know. Here. I know what you mean by is or isn't. But like, right. if it isn't, then it just isn't. Right, but if well, it well, is, yeah. if it is, then, then there could be various a lot things. of but different things that it could. These, I think we've be. given our good listeners plenty of theories to work with here. Oh yeah, they got they got plenty. a little bit of mind bubble gum to chew on. Yeah, totally, totally. So, um, it's a rod. You know what? It, it is a very rod. well could be a rod. I'm g- I'm gonna say definitely not a demon for this one. No, I like to go demon a lot, but it's my bag. But I'm gonna say what? no demon. But it, it could be. Well, you don't know what you're happened. not wrong. You don't know what happened a few days ago. Right. What Mama Jose? Right. I don't know the last name. Was Martha. Martha Cantu. When, yeah. when Martha Cantu w- was was like, you know what? Let the crops <laughs> yeah. be sweet. Right. She's doing a Ouija. Let the crops right. be yeah, sweet. Exactly. Yeah, let the crops. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's true. If Poor Jose pays a price, you don't know. Wicker Man type shit you where don't you have know. to make. There was even that old uh, David Niven movie where he was like a fucking oh, vineyard Niven. owner. And, oh, wow. uh, and and every so often when the crops don't do well and the grapes sour on the vine, they have to make a sacrifice. It was kind That's of like a dark fucking post-hammer uh, black comedy. But the point is this. A lot of people do think... Every UFO sighting is demonic. Right. There are no, we, angelic figures that come before, from the yeah, skies, totally, and there are totally. demonic figures that, that hail yeah. from below but come to us from above. Because, and I yeah. don't necessarily support that. I think it's a very simple black and white view. I'm not saying that it's not a possibility, right. but, but if you do believe that, then you could easily think that this is something messing with the heads of uh, maybe this kid was destined to be a saint someday or Pope fucking Jose the first. Who knows? Yeah, sure. and, and they're trying to do things to make him look uh, foolish to not be believed. <laughs> yeah, it's the deal. I mean, he, if, if we if we found out in I don't know if we researched it, which, of course, we did not before the podcast that he's. Monsignor Cantu of the Yakima Diocese. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, it could be like, oh, yeah. maybe they were trying to bishop. fuck him from word go. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. But that's way out there. I don't tend to think extraterrestrials are demons. No, just because there's no. so many other fascinating things. For, like Mark wants to say, other dimensions, the bowels of Mel's Hole, outer space, other planets. That's the standard one. It's a little iffy. Time travelers, but to think they're yeah. all from hell seems a bit convenient and paranoid. Right. Which is not to say a few of them aren't from there, and be cautious. That's right. So Watch mean, you don't, the you don't know. This is just a fucking weird story. Yeah, it's no, so there's, weird. There's a, there's a lot. There's, there's a lot. Quite a bit there. So I think. All right. I think we're all. I think we've nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Totally. No, we know. Totally. I think. I think we've really so, uh, rounded it up pretty you know, good. As always, I think we're gonna put it out there to our good listeners to let us know what you think this is. And obviously, if you have any stories tied into this, by all means, feel free to shoot us through that information, links, and whatnot. So, um, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. <laughs> no problem, bitch. For the Kryptonite uh, Podcast, be sure to follow us in the social medias, the Twitters, yeah. mm-hmm. the Instagrams, the Facebooks. Be sure to rate and review this podcast Please. on the iTunes and the Apple's podcast apps. Do it one um, or four or five. Or, or five. Yeah. Let us know. Exactly. Five's good. Totally. And uh, be sure to stick around if you want to hear us. 
uh, read some reviews from you good listeners. After the after the outro? After the outro music, there's going to be some reviews So there's going to there. be us ending, and then wonderful music by Chris. Yes. And then You're reviews. welcome. And then reviews. You're yes. welcome. You really do wonderful work, Chris. Excellent. Thank you, Chris. And stay, stay again, for the Eddie. reviews. The whiskey in no way uh, affected our performance. Yeah, thanks, Eddie. No, this is, uh, Mark, this is, this Mark is, didn't fumble that like 30 seconds ago. This is exactly, I didn't <laughs> fumble it, and this is exactly what I said was going to happen. So, Whiskey. Thank you for joining us for the Kitchen Hot <sighs> Podcast, and we'll be talking to you soon. Oh, oh my. God, he did a, you did a finger and a Yeah, I know. You, yeah, yeah, you cheddar carnied us I, out. I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. God bless you. See All right, it's time for reviews. I'm so excited. We have this whole new format mm-hmm. where we're going to be doing reviews at the end of the show because we've been inundated with reviews. Thank the baby. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Absolutely. So keep them reviews coming. Also, too, if you've left us a review and we haven't read it, feel free to email us and we can uh, we can fix that for you. So yeah, let's no, and, get, uh, and just for the record, it's Mark's fault because he's the one that really monitors all this. Yeah, I, yeah. T- I, I, I do. I, I hate I to throw to you under the bus. But it's yeah. okay. You can yeah. throw me, buddy. Yeah. There are tire tracks on my back for a reason. Honest to criminy, Ooh. I really do love reading these reviews. Yeah, yeah totally. It just what what a fucking way to spruce up your day. This is coming from the iTunes and Apple Podcast apps. Love these guys. Five star review from Mark Calliope. Oh, that's a fun name. Oh yeah, totally. In a tie for the top two of my favorite podcasts now, despite being new to the cryptid world, and just can't stop listening to the fun banter making me feel like I have new friends. Found them on Spotify while looking for spooky happenings to listen to and adore it so much I just had to log in to leave a review. Well, hot Mm. damn. Now, okay, Mark here found us on Spotify, right? and then you logged into iTunes to leave a review. Mm, So that's, you know what? That's commendable. That's like taking the extra effort to like say thank Thank you, guys. Totally. Thank you, Mark. All right, Mark. Thank you. Excellent. Rob, you got something from Facebook? Oh, I us? sure as the Dickens do. This is from Stacy Schmidt. This is also five stars. I give this podcast 10 out of five stars. Oh, my God. Because oh. math don't fucking matter. That's double That's right. the best. Bless your heart, Stacy. Double Because the best. it is so exceptional. The hosts are delightful. Oh, delightful. Oh, my God. Aww, thank you. I don't know if that I've adjective never, yeah. has ever been applied to me in my life. That I, You just made my day. The topics are fascinating, and you feel like you're hanging out with three of your friends. Nice. No matter how bad of a day I'm having, this podcast never fails to bring a smile to my face. With its awesome hosts, Aww. hilarious banter, and fun subjects, it is sure to brighten your day. Ooh. I can't say enough good things about it. Do yourself a favor and give it a listen. You'll be glad you did. Well, I'm glad I read this damn review. All right. Well, thank, thank you, Stacey yeah. Schmidt. That's awesome. Me too. That Excellent. was wonderful. Cool. All right. Moving on here with quickly becoming a fave. Five stars from Ed. Oh, man. I can't Ed say Rock. Ed Rock. Ed Rock. Yeah. Of course. It's right. a Beastie Boy. Oh, Ad, yeah. Adnema 3142.9. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Oh, no. Miracles. Are you an AI? Mathematical. (laughs) I love the obscure topics. These guys are hilarious and clever, and the quality is top notch. I also love Rob's voice. It's like smooth, velvety gravy for my ears, and I would listen to him read the phone book. Oh, my God. All right, well, we're going to do that. That was the sweetest. It's a surprise spoil. Velvet gravy? Velvet gravy? I'm just mad at myself for never having said that before. Those are... Two of my favorite tangible things. First off, gravy in the mouth, velvet on the hands. 
Thank you. All right. There it is. All right. Next one, Robert. Oh, this comes to us from Timothy Hafner Puff. No, no numerical, but go. Yeah, we're just going to go on. I'm in. Great podcast about some of the lesser known weirdness from around the world. Came here from the Astonishing Legends podcast after they discussed some of Rob's artwork. Awesome. Thank you again, Astonishing mm-hmm. Legends. Also, too, for uh, and, Ro- and Rob, Rob Christopherson. By the way, I'm dropping a little bit of future knowledge here. He uh, regaled me and, and Mark with, yeah. with a, a sighting he had that I'm going to be turning into a full fledged article soon and very likely to be a podcast. Maybe we can even tie in an interview. Maybe this would be a great chance for a crossover. Enough of that. We'll worry about that. At a later date. Great topics that are well-researched, and I enjoy that there is a skeptical eye to some of these stories. The running time for each episode episode fits in perfectly with my morning commute sorry the drive home is for slayer yeah no fucking Uh, shit it is well absolutely it is that's the only way to go home I mean, I, tapped, oh, I think I listened to Slayer 2 and From Work. It's either Slayer, Napalm, yeah. Death, Cannibal Corpse, or Misfits. Morbid Angel. M- 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 obviously I Misfits, feel like though, like the drive there, you would need the Slayer to get yourself so pumped up. But maybe he works in a that's, field where that's true. It's like you don't want to get too Slayified on the way there. Like maybe that's what you need to come home. <laughs> right. No, I think this week was on the way to work was all Cannibal Corpse. Next this Jesus. week, this, this coming week, it was going to be all Sam Hain. Do you have theme weeks? No, I just well, I kind of do. Yeah, yeah you I kind of got my own. No, thing. Why would you even I, there's, deny a, there's a reason I kinda, though. I kind of got my own thing. I'm like, oh, this week's gonna be all cannibal. Next is gonna be all Sam Hayes. So you just get all excited about your I, own, your I, own I, programming director, and you get worked up. Do you do you do little promos in your head for I yourself? Do. And next week, yeah. all Sam Hayes all the time. Stay tuned, me. Next week, next week, coming up next, he who cannot be named. Oh my God! And just end this up. Timothy wraps it up with. Keep up the great work, exclamation point, and God damn it, Timothy, we're going to do our darndest. We're going to try. All right. We're going to try. Uh, what do you got, Mark? Continuing on here with the perfect podcast, oh. five stars. Well, t- duh. Yeah, no, that makes sense. From, perfect. Yeah. From Bricked G. June. I usually listen on Spotify, but I installed Apple Podcast just so I could leave a review. Oh. I'm a huge Ooh. fan of cryptids and have even tried and failed to launch my own monster zine. I've stumbled upon so many podcasts that seem promising, but I lose my interest almost immediately. These guys are entertaining, informed, and have an honest love for this subject. I am now all caught up with every episode, and they have renewed my passion in the unknown and inspired me to have another go at my zine, Five Interdimensional Stars. Damn. Oh, snap. First off, that's a shout-out to Mark with Interdimensional. Yeah, totally. Secondly, um, give me the name again. Uh, Bricked G. June. Okay, I'm not going to attempt to say it. What I will say is I would be (laughs) glad to contribute some artwork to your premiere episode and maybe even a, a little article because... I'm all about supporting the zines. I lo- I've loved from punk rock zines, horror oh, film zines. Yeah, I've I never seen a cryptid zine or a paranormal no. zine. I think it's fascinating. So if uh, I can help you out by, by throwing you a few things to throw in a couple pages, I would be glad to. And thank you for that sweet ass yeah. review. Yes, and, and I'm glad you're starting that up again because it's tough if you're doing a project. Yeah, you know totally. what I mean? And, yeah. and it just doesn't... It doesn't pan out. Yeah, it's oh, tough. We've, all, we've, so, we've been over... I've, I've almost started a zine 4,500 you know, oh, times. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. The, the fucking the amount of projects that fucking lay unfinished in the detritus yeah, of my yeah. office. <laughs> like whatever, however you're gonna launch this zine or whatever you're gonna get into, shoot us some information. Uh, just because we want to, for one, we want to check it out. If there's any way yeah, that, we, that we can like support it or like promote it, sure. If you got a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe or just whatever, just hit us up and we and definitely like want to say, know I mean, it. I, yeah. I'm I'm a destitute bastard, but I will contribute some of my shit yeah, if I can. Totally, totally. And now we have a review from Jeff Caldwell. He claims to be, and I'm going to quote directly now, I'm a podcast fanatic, but Kryptonaut is always one of the highlights of my week. Focusing on the more obscure encounters, these three dudes never fail to make me laugh until I wet my depends. It takes courage to admit that. Oh, depends. You Bless your heart. Incontinence is nothing to wear. It is not a mark of shame. It is not a scarlet letter. No. Nope. It is a fact of life. Yeah. It is. And I know you're joking, but still, good on <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> this, with more deep dive nerd references than you can shake a shaping staff at. Oh, oh welcome to the Masters club, sir. Of the universe, what up? Make sure you check out the website for the sweet artwork of the Mighty Morphe Power Robert. Oh, nice. I get that. Mighty Morphe Power Robert. Oh, it's a big fan. That's, of an, that's a Sentai's. new variation of that, though. It's a what? It's a new variation of if that. No, it absolutely is. Yeah. You know, I, I thank God sometimes that I left, like, public schooling. Well, I guess Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was a thing, but it wasn't a universal thing. Right. And and because if that had happened when I was in middle school, I think it would have made my life almost unbearable. But I love your plan words. Also, five stars. Ten skulls, A plus plus, the ultimate review. That is the best scale I love that ever. Because oh, yeah. you, you get the numbers, you get yeah, the skulls, you totally. get the letter grades, and the skulls, of course, remind me of Chaz Bell and may he rest in peace and go. uh, Gore Score. God bless him. Thank you so much, Jeff Caldwell. All right, we got here from uh, Tim R. This is actually from Facebook, but he sent to me as a message. Five stars. I would give it two thousand one hundred and twelve stars. Wow, I get it. If you want creepy comedy, this is the place to be. When I'm alone at work, this podcast makes me feel like I'm with people talking. Thanks for all the information. Uh, on these stories and laughs, I'd love to have a good beer with you guys and have a mythological and have a conversation about, about mythological beasts. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean beer and beasts. I mean, I'm beer there. And yeah, that's our, that's yeah. our thing. Beer and dragon horses. So what? Two, oh my god, two thousand one hundred twenty-one yeah. stars seems to be some sort of code. It's a Rush album. Okay, I just I, I don't. I'm not a big Rush fan, so I don't know these things. Yeah, that's that's the deal. Okay, just seeing and you, now you just do. So you clearly, it. he's a Rush fan. All right, well, good, cool. Rush yeah, is. You uh, don't just throw that number out. You just don't throw right. out twenty one twelve. Just there you go, twenty one twelve. So was there anything else from Facebook, or was that it? I think that was it. Right? I think that's it. Okay, I think we cool. maxed the maxitron. We're gonna end our first uh, new um, postscript. Our new postscript with a good old sandbagging. Oh, who's, oh. who's ready? Oh, we got sandbag. Oh my God, got, this is who's second. ready for a sandbag? Oh, I'm not, not, I never am. I'm a gentle soul oh, who's dude, very sensitive. We get soap bars in the socks. <clears> and then oh, I know. Ready? We're get whip beat. Code red. Doubtful. Ooh, that's wait. That's the name of the person. The oh. title that, of the, that's of the, the title of the review is doubtful. doubtful. Oh, you know what? I would have preferred dubious, but ready? I'm not here to judge the judge. Let, so uh, whatever. here we go. One star. Oh, G Force seven five seven five seven five. Okay. All right, well, easy to remember. Okay. Good cartoon, too, right? Okay. Uh, I am new gotcha to your... Gotcha Man was better. Okay, here we go. Just has that. Everybody? All right. I am new to your show. 
but I have gone through 10 of your shows. Mm. I love the shows about UFOs and paranormal and anything scary. Mm. You guys pick some good topics, but you guys keep making jokes and fooling around during the whole podcast <laughs> when it's supposed to be a scary show, ruining the whole podcast and becoming very annoying. One example, Annabelle the Doll. I do like a couple of jokes and laughs, but not throughout the whole show. Wow. You know what? Big Lou ruined it for someone, finally. I'm going to say this. No, go ahead. So having the fortitude yeah. to go through 10, ten episodes, episodes ten, yeah, ten. To, to then leave the one-star review, yeah. you got to give this guy, he's got... Mad points. Yeah, got, yeah. yeah that's, that's respectable. Because, uh, you know what? People that listen to like half an episode find they don't like it and then like rail against you, that's some beat shit. Ten episodes of not liking us, and he was like, episodes. "Yeah." And you know what? Likes our likes our shit. Maybe misunderstands our intentions a little. Yeah, because we're which, not. Which, a by the way, is fine. Show. It's okay, we, we we are. That's but, my. But that that's okay. My only thing. There, there's there's a preconceived uh, notion. Like you listen to ten of our shows. You should know what we yeah, do. Nothing's changed at that point at all. Like this is we. This yeah, is the yeah, format no, we, that we, we, we do. We missed the boat that one time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's yeah. not like all of a sudden. No, this but is I what we do. Respect his right to have yeah, that opinion. Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of people that think um, that animation is all for children, and then there's Japan and everyone else in the that world. Is yeah. Like, oh, well, you know, it could be. You know, it's not the same for everybody. And you know what? I I will say exactly what Mark said. The fact that you took ten episodes of your life, dude. You you at least did your goddamn homework That's to decide true. that we are not your boat, and, right. and you know what? I hope. But just I imagine hope you find the, the disappointment like. at like episode six. Yeah, where he's like, it's gonna get better. Yeah, they're gonna get scary. This now. is gonna work, and then he gets, he gets to episode <laughs> six. And he's get like, scary. fuck. I really feel like <laughs> <laughs> they just don't I, shut I, up. <laughs> I really feel like you, after episode one, you know, you should have known, yeah. kind of. Yeah. So I'm not holding against him, but yeah. No, I I'm not at all. But I'm. Well, let's say this right now. We're not a scary podcast. Oh, no. Yeah, no. In, in case not you a, had that idea. Yeah, if, if you, I mean, if, if you got to the end of this episode and all the way to the end of these reviews, we're telling you now because you have been on a journey. Oh, yeah. A journey that not many yes. people have taken or want to take. If you're this far and you're thinking that we're scary, it's not what we do. Yeah. But. No, so, I mean, literally, sometimes we start digging deep. Oh, after, sure. Oh, totally. After yeah. a, we love it. A, a bunch take of it alcohol. We yeah. take it seriously. Yeah. So there's a, you'll have moments that's like probably 10, 15 minutes where we really start digging. But it's freaky, undeniably. Yeah, but absolutely. Yeah. You know, our intention is not to be like turn out the like one of those old school like radio plays from the 1930s. Yeah, like like Welcome Inner Sanctum. back to the podcast. <laughs> the Kryptonaut podcast. Mark, read the review. Oh. Mark, where can you find us Thanks. on the social media? <laughs> All right. I don't oh, even know. God. Is that like a bad <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was that. Whatever. Yeah. fucked up. Anyway. I would, I would love to do like an old-timey <clears throat> creep fest, though, for like maybe a Halloween episode. Oh, Thank yeah. Thank you, G-Force 757575 for sitting through two Absolutely. possibly unbearable episodes. Yes. Or ten, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, ten, ten episodes. Um, no, you know, we're, we're sorry. It doesn't exist, but, 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 but try this out. If you've gone through 10 and you don't revile us, I know it's a one star. I know you want something different. But if maybe you can find a podcast out there that hits the, the scare buttons you need, maybe you can come back to us and say, you know what? Right. Maybe I just want some buddies that are just going to have a good time and try to tell yeah, us a good story. I mean, if he's if he went far enough as to leave a one to listen to 10 episodes, leave a one star review. I don't think he's going to be coming you know what? back. You know what? You're but seeing it the okay. wrong way. I think it's OK. I but think, maybe not. I think it's hope. Okay. I think the fact right. that he listened to Ted means he sensed potential in us, well, he and he took left the us time. the one-star review yeah. because he's thinking 
this will be the one that changes their ways. All right, they're going to cool. get on straight no. air. And you know what? I love the faith that I think you have in us, even if you don't. You so yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. All right, <laughs> you don't, but do. There you have it, and <laughs> thank you, everybody. We'll be talking to you, Martha and Irene. Mm. Oh, jeez, that was too dramatic. <laughs> no, was it? Because it <laughs> you're talking about fucking Fiddler and on the roof. Irene. Continuing oh. on. Do it like that. Martha. <laughs> Mar- when Martha and Irene. <laughs> why would you say Martha? <laughs> that's why what that, say That's why I laughed when he said Martha. I'm oh, like, oh my God, God Martha. It. Who's Martha? Is wait, it? wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Clark, wait a minute. What, Bruce? Did you, did you, I, I, did you say Martha? I feel like I you said Martha. I said Martha. I, 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 is your mom's name Martha? Yes, no, wait, what's no, yours? No, wait, no, I'm being Batman. You can't be Batman. And me and Batman <laughs> Everyone wants to be fucking Batman. Bro, I was doing Batman. I was doing Batman. I don't care. So like, That's why I said, Clark, wait a minute. Did you just say it? You're like, oh, yeah, shit. I did. I'm like, we can't be, we can't, <laughs> we can't both be Batman. <laughs>